Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 416, The Stories of Life. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Daryl Darnell. I have a severed nerve in my middle finger from a gardening accident 24 years ago. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share lessons I learned from telling stories to my kids. Well, happy Thursday to you. I gotta say, it's a little bit weird and a lot cool. A lot of bit. <laughs> it's very cool to be here on a Thursday. It's been a long time since I've done a Thursday show. We had an opening this week for the Thursday show, and so I thought I would step in and take it. In fact, over the next three Thursdays, you're going to be hearing various guests fill in. We've got Joshua Rivers, Emily O'Leary and Stephanie Zimmer coming your way over the next three weeks. So really excited to have them filling in on the next three Thursdays. And of course, the rest of the season of hosts will be filling in the rest of the days here throughout the rest of the season. So anyway, good to be here on a Thursday. And uh, I think I've got a fun episode for you today. But we're going to start it out with our fun fact of the day. Now, here's the thing. I don't know about you, but I am really excited about Guns N' Roses getting most of the original guys back together. And our former co-host Derek Olson is so excited about it, he bought tickets to their upcoming Kansas City concert earlier this week. He and I were together, we were having coffee, we went to the park and we're walking around getting some exercise and he's like, look man, we gotta cut this off because I gotta be back at the house by 10 because I got to get some Guns N' Roses tickets. <laughs> and he did. He was successful. So here are some fun facts about Guns N' Roses. The band's name, and this is a pretty easy one. A lot of you may know this one, but just in case you don't, you got to know this about Guns N' Roses. The band's name was the result of being comprised of members of two L.A. bands. They kind of combined some of their talent together. And those bands were Hollywood Rose and L.A. Guns. And so you get... Guns N' Roses. Sweet Child of Mine, arguably the band's biggest and most popular song, although Welcome to the Jungle is up there too, right? Well, that one is one of those just lightning in a bottle moments where the song was written in only five minutes, according to the band. Incredible. And the guitar solo that Slash has on that song was meant as a joke because they didn't think it was going to be a big song. And he just kind of came up with that thing and it was kind of a joke and they liked it and it stuck. And oh my gosh, can you imagine the song without that guitar solo and that intro? Wow. All right. Fact number three, the band has changed their original lineup at least... 22 times since they started out. I say at least because I saw it as 22 in a couple of places, but that I don't think includes the lineup they have right now. So it's at least 22 times. And finally, it took 50 weeks for Appetite for Destruction to hit number one on the Billboard 200. This blew my mind. It debuted at number 182 on August 29th, 1987, and it finally hit number one on September 24th, 1988. Yeah, that is incredible. 
That seems like longer than 50 weeks. Hmm. Well, that's what the internet said, so we're going to go with that. And for me, Appetite for Destruction is the greatest start-to-finish album of all time that I've ever heard. I mean, start to finish, there are other songs I like better and all this other stuff. Bands that I like better than Guns N' Roses. But that album, from start to finish, if I could only have one album, that would probably be it. I think it's the greatest start to finish album that I've ever heard. Love it. So there you go. There's some Guns N' Roses facts for you. All right. Well, here's the thing. Friday Forum is tomorrow, and the mailbag is still empty. Are we going to have a Friday flashback for the second week in a row? I don't know. But if you have been meaning to send something in, boy, now is the time to do it. So 304-837-2278, or head over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. Share your stories. Your stories of life. And that's our topic for today for sure. We're going to get into that in just a moment. One more announcement, and I'll make this quick. It is podcast awards season. So these come in two phases. The first phase is nomination, and the second phase is voting. And we don't know if we're even going to be a finalist yet. And if if we are a finalist, then there will be voting. But for now, we're asking for your nomination. And it's real easy. Go over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash podcast awards. That's all you need to do. Goldenspiralmedia.com slash podcast awards. And that will give you all the information that you need to submit your ballot. But here's what we're asking for. In the people's choice category, would you please nominate Aero Squad? In the TV and film category, would you please nominate the Blacklist Exposed? In the Society and Culture category, would you please nominate this podcast, Stuff I Learned Yesterday? And in the Entertainment category, would you please nominate TripleCast? Now, this will allow us as a whole community and as a whole network to have the best chance of getting nominated and won. If we all start voting for our favorite podcasts, then we're going to be too fragmented and we don't have any chance at all. So we're asking for those four specific podcasts in those four specific categories. Once again, goldenspiralmedia.com slash podcast awards. Nominations open up tomorrow on April 15th. They go through April 30th. You can only submit one ballot, period. Not one ballot a day, one ballot over that entire period. You only get one ballot. So if you would include our four podcasts in those respective categories, we would sure appreciate it. Thank you for that, and thank you for your time. All right. Well, here's what I learned yesterday. Believe it or not, last Saturday, as my kids and I were riding around in my car, they were begging me to tell them some of my stories. That was a really cool experience as they were both engaged and wanting to learn more about my experiences and asking questions about my life as it has been so far. It's becoming sort of a thing. A few months ago, I was working on building a small collapsible table that I can take with me to podcast conferences, and my daughter joined me for a trip to the hardware store. Now, as we approached the store, there was a Hispanic lady out on the sidewalk selling tamales. I was quite surprised to learn that my daughter had never eaten a tamale. Apparently, I have failed in that category. Being the kind of person that likes to tell stories, I began telling her 
about the most delicious mouth-watering tamale I had ever had. And that led to a story about a date that I had one time with someone that my daughter now knows under a completely different context. And she was shocked to hear that I had been out on a date with that woman when we were in college together. So she enjoyed hearing that story so much that she's shared it with a couple of other people. And that, I think, is what has led her to asking me to tell her more stories. I think part of it is that she's learned that there's more to her dad than what she has seen or experienced with her own eyes. And that makes sense. I mean, she only knows me as dad. She doesn't know me as high school friend or college roommate or coworker or even acquaintance or even podcaster. Of course, she knows all of those things are part of my life, but she only knows me as dad. And we're all that way, aren't we? I mean, for example, some of us have had the chance to meet in person. In fact, some of you have met one or both of my kids. A couple of years ago, someone from the GSM community spent quite a bit of time with me and one of my kids. And later, that person remarked about how cool it was to see me as a dad and complimented me on the relationship that I had with the child they met. It was a pretty cool compliment and made me swell up with the good kind of pride, that kind of pride that makes you feel like you're doing something right. It also caught me a little bit off guard, though. I remember thinking that I hadn't done anything special. I was just interacting with my child the way that I always do. But that person had only ever seen me as a podcaster. They were seeing me as a father for the first time. Just over six years ago, I received a phone call that my grandpa was in the hospital. After doing some tests, doctors discovered cancerous tumors all over his body. He was given six months to live. A week later, he checked out of the hospital and went back home. His stay at home was short-lived, and he was back in the hospital a few days later. This time, he would not leave. It turned out that he didn't have six months or even six weeks to live. Just a few short weeks after his diagnosis, he was gone. Even though he was actually my step-grandpa and not blood-related to me at all, he was just as close as if he had been. He was the only grandpa that I ever knew, and I was proud to call him by that name. I spent entire summers with my grandparents and a whole lot of weekends. He taught me a lot of things about God, life, discipline, and showing people respect, among many other things. I knew that he had served in the army during the Korean War, and that he had aspired to be an artist when he was younger, and that he had spent most of his life as an adult working in the HVAC business. But I really only knew him as Grandpa. So here's what I learned. It's funny what death will do to you. Death makes you figure out how to properly prioritize your life really quickly. When Grandpa was laying in that hospital bed getting eaten up with cancer, I suddenly had more time to visit him. I had time to ask him questions and get to know him more. About a week or so before he passed away, I paid him a visit, and it was just he and I in his hospital room. By this time, we both knew that it was very unlikely that he'd be with us much longer. I asked him to tell me about his time in the military and his younger years. 
it had suddenly occurred to me that I didn't really know him. Here was this man that I loved dearly and respected deeply, but I suddenly felt as if I didn't really know him. I wanted to know him by something other than Grandpa. I'm glad we had that time together. He told me stories of his life, and he shared some spiritual insights that only someone approaching death's door can truly appreciate. That moment in his hospital room is now my most cherished memory of him, and I deeply regret that I had not gotten to know him like that sooner. Earlier this week, a friend of mine lost her brother-in-law. He was only 40 years old, the same age as me, and he left behind a wife and two children under three years of age. I found out yesterday that George and Hope from our Fright Club podcast had a good friend pass away, and he was only 36. Death has a funny way of making us figure out how to properly prioritize our life really quickly. So I'm reminded that life is short. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. We must appreciate what we have now. We must appreciate who we have now. We must make time now. We must invest in others now. Share life. Share knowledge. Share wisdom. Share failures. Share all that you can Allow yourself to be known. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. Allow yourself to live. It's a whole lot better than the alternative. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes by going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes.